the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I'll trust you enjoy. Okay, so apparently there's a new Barbie movie out, of which I guess people are really excited about. It's it's a big deal. There's a very interesting piece out for Revolver.News that says The Pink Menace. And joining us now is Peachy Keenan to walk us through why parents should not send or go to this movie with their kids. Peachy, tell us about this film. Hey, Charlie. Yeah, so the film doesn't come out yet. It comes out in a couple weeks. and um, But the marketing campaign has been going on for months. And so I was excited about it. I have friends, moms who are excited about it. My seven-year-old daughter saw the trailer for it when we went to see Spider-Man. So she's been excited for Barbie. And I had no idea <laughs> what was going to be in store for us um, until a few days ago. I saw the cover of Time Magazine with the cast. And lo and behold, one of the one of Barbie's, she has three sidekicks in the movie. And one of her Barbie sidekicks is a man. Okay. So what? why is that significant? <laughs> um, well, I think that having a transgender Barbie in a movie that really is a beloved kid's toy um, is certainly a new thing. I mean, I think there was a transgender Barbie doll they made of one of the actresses or actors on Orange is the New Black, Laverne Cox. But there was never really a, bar- a transgender Barbie for kids. Um, the other clues that this movie may not be what you think it is, is that it's PG-13 for suggestive language. And in the trailer, there's like a kind of a dirty uh, sex joke that went over my seven-year-old's head. But my teenage son was like, what? <laughs> I couldn't believe what he was hearing. And I mean, I was re- I was kind of prepared for like the, you know, Barbie is the feminist girl boss escaping her perfect dream life for like the real world choosing, you know, she has to choose like the red pill or the blue pill. She it's a pink high heel to stay in Barbie dream world or the or the Birkenstock, the brown, comfortable Bir- Birkenstock sandal to go to, you know, feminist real world. Um, and that's what she chooses. But I was really surprised to see that there was a man as a Barbie. And now, you know. There's a lot of talk about, you know, accusing this them of being groomers. And look, uh, I think it's being misinterpreted. Like, no one, I'm not afraid that a transgender woman, you know, in other words, a biological man in a in a dress is going to molest my children, is a pedophile necessarily. It's really about psychological grooming, right? So if I take my seven-year-old daughter to this movie and she finds out later, oh, one of those, one of those characters, one of the female Barbies was actually a, a boy. Um, and I couldn't even tell mommy. And so that makes it like, okay, she passes or he passes or whatever. So that is sort of it psychologically grooming them to accept it, to think it's totally fine, completely normal. And that little boys can in fact grow up to be female Barbie dolls. So just so everybody understands. So one of the kind of, apparently this movie's a big deal. Not, not my world, Yeah. but the group of dolls <laughs> is called, Barbie, but the main Barbie is also named Barbie, but it's, this is basically trans propaganda that is in this 
like hyper feminine, ultra pink propaganda thing, but it's really been taken over by the trans mafia. Is that a fair way to put it? Yes, um, absolutely. I mean, you know, like you, you can go now and you can buy, you know, Dr. Barbie, uh, veterinarian Barbie. So there's, you know, Barbies of every race, like that's all fine. No problem. And it's very interesting. In this one, there's stereotypical Barbie played by Margot Robbie. Um, and I think that a lot of people on the right were sort of excited that they were going with like ret- the retro, you know, the OG Barbie, the blonde, blue eyed, like thin, cute Barbie. Like, wow, this is like, is this movie based? Is this going to be kind of a conservative trad Barbie? And yes, that character is. But she has, you know, her rainbow coalition of Barbies around her. I think there's one who's a lesbian in real life. Then there's another actress who actually is also a lesbian. And um, then you have this the man portraying one of the female Barbies. And I thought it was very <laughs> incredible that the transgender woman Barbie is Dr. Barbie. So that <laughs> to me, I mean, what else, what else do you need to know about this movie? It's not for kids. So is this, is this a theme that we're seeing? I mean, just the various, why is Hollywood incapable of making positive, exciting, broadly appealing content? Why do they have to lace it with this? trans propaganda yeah i mean it it seems like every movie even like the younger you go with the movie the younger the age group that you're targeting the more nefarious it is the more the more overt it is almost i mean um the new disney pixar flop it's a giant colossal flop elemental um i haven't seen it but i do know that there is for some reason one of the cartoon characters is a non-binary child who uses they them pronouns in the movie for what reason well, to satisfy Disney's, you know, ESG score. I mean, that's basically the reason. And uh, what's interesting is that Disney just canned their head of DEI um, because of this flop, because of the Lightyear flop, which had, you know, the, the random lesbian kiss for no real reason other than, again, the ESG score and the virtue points. And so Disney's is producing flop after flop. Um, with this movie, with Mattel, uh, they've been, you know, dabbling in wokeism now for like a long time with all the different, you know, Barbies. Like I said, they had, they did have a transgender Barbie doll, um, but they're trying to cover all their bases. And what they're, what they're doing though, effectively, is just like Disney, they're going to end up alienating their core constituency, which is mothers of little girls. And so again, we have just an unbelievably boneheaded uh, decision. They, these, the CEO of of uh, Mattel. Yvonne Kreese, I talked, Yvonne Kreese, he has been, you know, they've been planning Barbie movie for years. They've been working on it, different ideas. Amy Schumer backed out of playing Barbie because it wasn't woke enough. It wasn't feminist enough for her, you know, and then enter Greta Gerwig, who is a female screenwriter. Um, She's the one who kind of made little women into a girl boss, modernized girl boss, um, you know, teenage uh, adventure movie. And so it's just inevitable that the people now who are in charge, who are making the decisions, who are writing these scripts, who are casting them, are all just so far outside of what, you know, kind of a a regular mom could even envision. And the the thing that's so insidious about this movie is that when you see the trailer, it looks so fun. It looks like such a perfect fun, the colors and the pink, and it's just so cute, right? Who, Who wouldn't love to go to this movie, her little pink Corvette? And it's all the more insidious. I mean, it's one of the reasons why they dress everything up in rainbows and unicorns and glitter. It's really to attract children. I mean, we see this in, in their praise and all the, the, the target displays. 
it just they they know really how to reach into the heart of a little girl and and kind of like you know it's very seductive it's it's it, it is a long process of seducing them into thinking that this is all fine and um i mean look it's going to be a huge hit um there's nothing we can do really to stop it although i'm trying right now to get the word out to moms cuz none of them know about this i had a mom literally like the reason i wrote the article is a mom was like should i i can't wait to go see barbie this is a conservative trad catholic mom of a million kids and i was like well you might want to might want to hold up <laughs> i'm not sure if you really want to take your daughter to this you know yeah there's de- this is definitely proof that god created men and women differently i i saw a short trailer i thought it was the most disgusting thing i've ever seen the pink <laughs> how artificial and it was awful i said who would want to see this and i was like this there's no way this thing's going to succeed and i apparently people like it yeah so so parents is is the is the answer then just to boycott is that the answer i mean i think so i mean at the very least this is not a movie where you get all the like six your all your your 6 year old daughter and all her friends and like head down to the theater and see it i mean look we were going to do that that was the plan as of a couple of days ago we were all going to go see it all the friends and now I think no, I'm not going because I don't I don't want my my little the little kids that I know to think oh maybe it is okay for a, a boy to say he's a Barbie and to say he's a woman like it's just it normalizes it to such a degree and that is why they're targeting the children. So look, can we do a boycott of it like Bud Light? I mean, yeah, we should boycott Barbie movie hundred percent. We're not going to get everybody. You know, I still have friends who you know boycott Target online but sneak over to Target. <laughs> <laughs> you know, don't tell anybody, but they're going to hit target anyway. It's hard. It's it's so hard to put the onus on us. Just these like we're normal people trying to look for a nice movie to see with the kids over summer vacation. You know, what are all our what are our, our alternatives? It used to be. I don't know, Charlie, when you grew up, I remember every weekend in summer, there would be like five or six movies that I would be able to see. These were like four quadrant family friendly movies, you know, maybe there'd be one S word in the whole movie, you know, that was it. And it was just, just these summer memories of going to movie after movie and just kind of engaging in American culture at its peak. And now we're getting these sort of rehashed uh, stories based on toys that, okay, fine. But the the storylines are just, you know, just dried out old feminist cliches infused also now with the latest, you know, the latest narrative, which is, isn't it great how a man can be a woman? (laughs) Yeah. In, in what is considered to be a family friendly film. And it also should be the tell if Mm -hmm. it really was family friendly, why is it not PG? Why does it have to be PG 13? And by the way, the the whole rating thing is just so corrupt. So PG, it's the last day of Sodom month. And I, I think that we can say that we we pushed back a little bit as we reflect. How would you grade the conservative movement as far as our ability to call out the nonsense, do some boycotts, have a little bit more courage in years past? Your thoughts, Peachy? I think this was our best um, our best response yet. I mean, I think that no one ever really responded, um, but they never really went as far as they did this this past month. You know, it used to be a day, right? Now it's a month or the whole a whole summer, as the admiral uh, called it. But I think we did a pretty good job. I think that people started having fun with the pushbacks. People were enjoying seeing the price of you know, the Bud Light stock go into the toilet. Um, so I think that next year we just have to really, you know, hopefully have a more sustained campaign, maybe some good hashtags um and uh do do our best to 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 make people have more fun pushing back because that's what people enjoy doing 
um, you know, use tactics your side enjoys. That's what they've always done. And I think for, for once we sort of kind of sort of dabbling in that. Um, you know, I, I did, I told you, I, I caught the tail end of the SF Pride Parade um, by accident. In a, I was stuck in a traffic jam. We were like, what are all these people? And I just saw family after family in full full uh, head-to-toe rainbow gear with their little kids waving the flag. So I, I think we should start having our own parades next Pride Month, you know, family family Pride Month. Yeah, I think it's a great idea. They would get the the, the cartel would get very violent against us, That's uh, right. and it would make the Sinaola cartel look like child's play. Very violent people, <laughs> the, the trans folks are. So no, but yeah. but Peachy, I, w- what are the lessons here? I I don't want to get ahead of myself, but I think that the the gay mafia is less less enthusiastic and public than they were a month ago. They're a little uncertain. I mean, there's some elements, but. I finally there's some pushback. We're seeing it in public opinion polls. We're seeing this trans tyranny fall out of favor with people. And now I think we need to keep the pressure on throughout the summer. And we were kind of lamenting going into Pride Month, but we saw Starbucks rescind some stuff. We saw some people put up a flag and put down the flag. I mean, there's still the colonized cities here or there where you see nothing but the flags, but I don't want to say we're winning, Mm -hmm. but here's what I'll say, and I've said it for a while. I used to say we have not only begun to fight. I think this month we have begun to fight, not to mention the strip club at the White House with the the trans person that took off all their clothes. Peachy, your thoughts? Yeah, I think we have begun to fight. I mean, basically, we lost. We fully lost the first battle. They won, right? When they have drag queens inside a kindergarten classroom, they've won. Um, But now we have kind of started a new fight. We are finally, the battle has finally really been joined. Um, I think it started with COVID, with parents speaking up at school board meetings and fighting back on all the mandates. And now we have this this big juicy target. And, you know, they really have pushed too far. They've they've let their, you know, clown mask slip. And we can see who these people are now. Um, they've taken it like just so far. And, you know, the level of nudity I witnessed at the parade in front of little kids, men in Grown men, like nude with like a little strip of leather covering, you know, one, one square millimeter of their bodies. These are not attractive people. They are not going to be hard to defeat. They're ludicrous. They're, they're, their message is completely empty. It's a dead end. It's a spiritual dead end. It's a genetic dead end. They're, they, wanna, they, want those, they're, 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 they want their constituents to sterilize their own children. I mean, how far can they go? <laughs> it's, it's over for them in a generation. And so, yes, I think now is the time to hit, put you know, the pedal to the metal and um, take it to the finish line. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. Our program is coming today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership program offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you're enjoying the podcast, please tell a friend to go to Town Hall Review and sign up as well today. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.